The Patterson Foundation strengthens people, organizations, and communities by focusing on issues that address mutual aspirations, foster wide participation, and encourage learning and sharing. Each day, each one of us goes beyond the blog. Join the journey. Welcome to Beyond the Blog, a podcast series of the Patterson Foundation. I'm Kelly Alexander, your host today for a look into fostering curiosity and family engagement. And to help me do that is Greg Baer, Executive Director of the Grable Foundation and co-author of When You Wonder, You're Learning, Mr. Rogers' Enduring Lessons for Raising Creative, Curious, Caring Kids. Greg, welcome to the podcast. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. And welcome back to Sarasota, Florida. To give a bit of context to our listeners, Greg, you visited the Patterson Foundation before because of your leadership and work in Remake Learning Days, a learning festival TPF has brought to the Suncoast region. So it's a joy that you're here for the culminating When You Wonder Book Circle event. The Book Circle Project, fully funded by the Patterson Foundation, features your and Ryan Rozeski's book. And since September 2023, more than 100 book circles, meaning more than 1,000 community members in Charlotte, DeSoto, Manatee, and Sarasota counties, have engaged with each other to learn, share, and wonder through this Book Circle Project while exploring the teachings of Mr. Rogers. So can you share some initial thoughts with our listeners? Well, first, let me share a thought about Sarasota itself. Yes. Because I have great affinity for this place. I work at the Grable Foundation. As we look out to philanthropy across this country, there are few places to which we look as models, as mm-hmm. places that are doing world-class work that make us want to be better. For example, I might look to the Nellie May Foundation up in New England, look to the Skillman Foundation in Detroit, and always on our list is the Patterson Foundation here in Sarasota. And it's the Patterson Foundation's work in a whole range of areas, certainly including the Campaign for Grade Level Reading, which when you look out at the Campaign for Grade Level Reading across this country, there is no geographical footprint that is as robust and meaningful in its efforts around the campaign for grade level reading as is this four county region. And so a few years ago, when the campaign for grade level reading here launched its own version of Remake Learning Days, you could imagine how special that was for us. Mm -hmm. Remake Learning Days having originated in Western Pennsylvania, funded in part by the Grable Foundation and others. So to see a community embrace a similar idea around a learning landscape meant so much. And the book that you mentioned that I co-authored with Ryan Rudzeski, That book, in so many ways, is about a learning neighborhood. What you've done here in Sarasota, what we've tried and endeavored to do in Pittsburgh, about building a landscape where kids feel connected, their educators feel connected, and their parents and families and caregivers feel connected to all of the places we might learn. Now, most obviously that happens in schools. Yeah. But you and I know well that learning happens in museums and libraries and parks and playgrounds at home, online, and all sorts of places. And so what can we do as communities if we truly genuinely care about kids and their potential for wondrous, meaningful, outrageously great learning? How do we connect all of those places where learning happens? And the book is an expression of what we can do to build that wondrous learning environment that kids want, need, and deserve. That's wonderful. And especially that connectivity piece. We've received so much feedback from everyone who took part in the Book Circle project that They have diverse careers, they have diverse perspectives and experiences, but that connectivity, that was one of the biggest pieces and the ability to connect, whether it was in person or on Zoom through this book and use that as a launch and a guide to really foster that learning ecosystem. I think that 
piece was huge. And we talk about caring adults in the role in the lives of kids. Now, of course, there are parents, there are aunts and uncles, right? Mm -hmm. Like we in different ways, whether it's our own kids or our nieces or nephews or our neighborhood kids. I mean, we have a connection to kids. Professionally, though, there are so many people who in different ways touch the lives of kids. Of course, it's the teachers and the librarians and the youth workers. But oftentimes, it's also the technologists who are designing hardware and software to support learning. It could be the artists and designers who are designing buildings or museum exhibits. There are so many people in so many professions that in different ways are connected to kids. And something like these book circles or Remake Learning Days or the Suncoast Campaign for Grade Level Reading are ultimately about connecting the grown-ups in kids' lives so that we're better positioned to do what we know we need to do for kids. Mm -hmm. And we can't do that without those connections. That connectivity is so critical. Yeah, something at the Patterson Foundation that we really strive to pay attention to is the external stakeholders and all of the people who really need to be involved because it takes everyone to really push anything forward, especially that learning ecosystem. So the the media, the business, the volunteers and government and then nonprofits too, all those different external stakeholders and being able to make that connection across takes everyone in all those different perspectives. Without question. And of course, parents or caregivers are the primary teacher for kids. Mm-hmm. And it takes an entire neighborhood to raise kids. I mean, just think back to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And Mr. Rogers' work is is obviously the blueprint for the book that Ryan and I co-authored. Think about all of the adults that we met when we had a chance to watch that program. Or as people today watch Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, the modern animated version of the neighborhood. You meet a baker, you meet a teacher, you meet a librarian. There are so many caring adults in kids' lives. And we know that caring adults... And that love expressed by adults is a significant mitigating factor for so many other challenges and problems in kids' lives. And as much as we can surround kids with caring adults, they'll flourish. Were those some of the aspirations for the book? What we wanted to express about Mr. Rogers and his work was how it's incredibly relevant today. You know, more than two decades after his passing. And that became apparent in particular as Ryan and I were reading pieces coming out of places like Carnegie Mellon University and the University of Pittsburgh right in our own backyard. These learning scientists who were writing about learning itself, writing about education, were writing in a way that honestly didn't sound so scientific. They sounded more like scripts from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And it was that noticing that prompted us to say, is there a different story to write about Mr. Rogers? A Mr. Rogers who was a deliberate and intentional learning scientist who was decades ahead of his time. And it turned out, yeah, there was a story to write about Fred in that way that would be instructive for us in 2024 and beyond as we thought about what we could do in classrooms, as we thought about what we could do in museums and libraries and after school settings and early learning centers. What is it that we could do to build an atmosphere like Fred created for us for today's kids And Mr. Rogers left us the blueprints to do that. Yeah. And I hope we can weave another thread into this conversation. The Patterson Foundation is a regional host for the Suncoast Remake Learning Days. TPF views the book circles and Suncoast Remake Learning Days to have strengthened bonds with organizations. And we can see how those different organizations have an impact. So I'm hoping that we can weave in that thread. and, And if you can share a little bit more about how those lessons have a connection throughout. 
Remake Learning is a regionally focused, regionally focused in southwestern Pennsylvania, northern and West Virginia network of more than 600 schools, museums, libraries, early learning centers, creative industries, campuses of higher education, all of whom are advancing relevant, engaging and equitable learning for our young people whom we all know are navigating these times of rapid social and technological change. It's work that got underway in late 2006, early 2007. As that work has evolved, there was a recognition probably around 2014, 2015, that we need to connect with parents, families, and caregivers to help parents understand how learning is being remade, how to support their kids in their care if they're lit up by project-based learning or by coding or by maker-centered learning, things that are familiar and yet different for this generation. And then really how to build demand among parents, families, and caregivers for innovative approaches to learning that to be sure developmentally appropriate but are exactly the sorts of learning opportunities that our kids want, deserve, and need as we think about the knowledge, skills, and dispositions they need for prosperous futures. And that's how the work of Remake Learning Days got started in 2016, originally in Pittsburgh, creating all sorts of family-friendly events to get parents out into technology-enhanced learning labs and STEM centers and maker-centered you know, corners and libraries to understand and see what's happening, but then also understand your region as a campus and all of the places you can go to support learning. It's Remake Learning Days in particular that has expanded to places like Sarasota, but also abroad to Uruguay and right. England and New Zealand. In so many ways, it's about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood because... In Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, yes, you could learn the bakery. You could learn at a crayon factory. You could learn at a community garden. You could learn all sorts of places. And for us, that thread is about creating accessible, wondrous environments where we really see a place where learning's happening anywhere, anytime, at any pace. And how do we support the caring adults in kids' lives in a way that those grown-ups are better connected to support kids you, you brought up something here that, you know, I really wanted to dive deeper into, and that's that Remake Learning also powers a podcast. So Remaking Tomorrow features leading thinkers, experts, and so through this in your professional career, wearing a ton of different hats, uh, you, ha- yeah. <laughs> you have this very unique perspective into the topic of building those learning ecosystems. So, you know, tell us what you're seeing, you know, what, what should we know to build more engagement? Ultimately, what we need to do is build atmospheres, right? Because there are all sorts of technical, tactical things that we can do building out STEM spaces and building out STEAM pedagogies and thinking about the integration of art and design. But I go back to Fred Rogers because at one point a journalist asked Fred, what is it that you're doing with this television program? And Fred said, I'm creating an atmosphere. And so the greatest challenge for us then is how do we create those atmospheres that then support the approaches to learning that kids want, need, and deserve? How do we cultivate curiosity in classrooms? How do we protect creativity in library spaces? How do we build connections in after-school spaces? How do we think about all of the the tools for learning, as, as Fred might have described them? How do we make sure that those tools for learning are fundamental? Because when kids feel safe, when they feel supported, when they feel noticed, when they feel loved... And then they have caring adults who are cultivating curiosity as they're expressing their joy for learning in front of those kids. That's the atmosphere that that we need to develop for our kids. The special sauce. (laughs) And we can do it in our own homes. Yeah. We can do it in our school buildings. We can do it wherever it is that kids and the caring adults in their lives might learn. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, taking part in the Wonder Book Circle Project and, 
being in a Zoom room and facilitating facilitating a conversation with participants from all of the four counties, all different perspectives and experiences, was kind of getting in that into that inclusive and safe space to share and learn and wonder together and maybe be comfortable when, you know, we needed a little bit more time to reflect. So being comfortable with the silence in the Zoom room, which is something we're probably not very comfortable with, but, mm. you know, realizing that that space and that time to reflect was very valuable. And we need to create those spaces. Yeah. Your example from the book circles makes me think about a similar project, but a school, well, actually multiple schools last year during Remake Learning Days unveiled their wisdom corridors in their school buildings. Now, what had happened in each of these school buildings, and, and sometimes these involved kids that were kindergartners, first and second graders, sometimes it was high school. So it ran a range. Each of these kids was trained in interview protocols. Okay. And then they interviewed the adults in their school buildings. It could be the teachers, but it could also be the cafeteria workers. It could be the bus drivers, the office secretary. And they asked them about their life lessons. And then in each case, these kids then developed essentially art installations, art projects that conveyed these life lessons. And then they were hung in the school building, typically at the eye level of, of whatever age of, of the kids themselves. And it's an amazing example of that giving kids permission and space, it's like those silent moments, to reflect, to reflect together about the wisdom that each of us holds and to notice and listen to the wisdom of others and then to recognize the learning all around. And you could imagine how those wisdom corridors, which are now like permanent art installations in the school buildings, are a physical manifestation of that silent space and the opportunity to learn. Yeah, I know that we could go on and on and on and on about all of the different things that are weaving throughout all the different hats you wear and all of the knowledge that you yourself have to share from things that you have experienced and heard from from others in the field too. But I do want to open it up very broadly. You know, is there anything else that you want to note today on this platform? It seems so simple to say this, but the idea of being present is the most important gift that any one of us who is a grown-up, can give to the kids in our lives. Right. We convey to them a sensibility that they're loved and capable of loving. And that matters more than anything. Absolutely. Well, Greg, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to really share these lessons and a little bit more insight into these many different things, Remake Learning, Remake Learning Days, the Book Circle Project, and then how Fred Rogers really can be that bridge throughout all of them. We've looked at how the wonder, curiosity, and that engagement can really be instrumental in in all of these learning places and of course the joy that weaves throughout. So to learn more, please visit the pattersonfoundation.org as well as grade level reading suncoast.net. And there's also several opportunities to learn more about remake learning on remakelearning.org or remakelearningdays.org and whenyouwonder.org to learn more about the book. So thank you Greg for joining me today. What a joy. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for joining us beyond the blog.